And welcome to the QPR podcast. I am David Fraser and we are coming to you on the 29th of October. It's a Thursday. It's the end of half-term week and we decided to do something a bit different. Rather than subject everyone to all the adults who always assault your earlobes on the QPR podcast, we've slashed that and there's only two of us because we have invited our junior supporters on. Uh, hopefully you can teach us a thing or two about good QPR opinions, good QPR analysis and an entertaining podcast. Of that, I've got no doubt. We have done it once before, um, but we um, it was a long time ago and we actually did it in person. And of course, this day and age, we have to do it on Zoom. So let me introduce all the podcasters. Now, guys, There's so there is four junior QPR fans here and there's me and Paul who are, will attempt to uh, sort of keep it keep it going if anybody needs any help. I'm going to go to each one of you and I want you to introduce yourself and I want you to say who you are, how old you are, and then two other things, your favourite QPR player currently and your favourite all-time player. Uh, okay, and we will go first to Charlie. Charlie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, um, I'm Charlie. I'm 14 years old and my favourite player in the current squad is probably Rob Dickey. And my favourite player of all time is um, Adele Tarat. Good choices. Well, maybe maybe not the best choice after Tuesday night with the first player, but definitely with the second player. OK, we also have Nathan. Nathan. Hi, I'm Nathan Fraser. I've supported QPR for six years. My favourite player currently is Bright Say Samuel. My favourite of all time is Charlie Austin. Thanks, Nathan, for... The eagle eye listeners amongst you, you will notice Nathan and I share a surname. He is my nephew, but he is a nice guy. <laughs> Let's don't judge him by that. Um, George. Hi, uh, my name's George. Uh, I've supported QPR since I was born. I'm 12 years old. My favourite current player is probably Brightest Zoe Samuel and all-time player Charlie Austin. Good choices, very good choices. And last but not least, Archie. Hi, I'm Archie. Uh, I'm 11 years old. I've supported QPR for seven years. Uh, my favourite player is Albert Doma and my favourite all-time player is probably uh, Sherry. Sharon Sherry. Yeah, I forgot his first name. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's such a memorable player, you forgot his first name. <laughs> good, good <laughs> And we also have a 51-year-old Paul from Barnet. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm 51 and I'm depressed. <laughs> my favourite current player is anyone that performs well at Barnsley. And my favourite all-time player is anyone that actually managed to floor at Barnsley and win a game. Um, who is your all-time favourite player? It's John Byrne, isn't it? It'd be John Byrne, uh, uh, Stan Bulls, A Million Miles and Alan McDonald. And I did have a lovely soft spot for Roy Wigley. Very good. Um, okay. Well, welcome everyone. For those of you who watching, who will watch the kind of screen grabs and the clips on social, you'll also see next to me I have an eight-year-old QPR fan who is another George, but he's keeping quiet. But he's he's come on because he's allowed to watch tonight. So uh, that's my George. Um, 
Right. Hobby takes after his mother. Well, he's very handsome, isn't he? So he obviously does. Um, right. We, uh, we don't have a sponsor tonight. Why would we have a beer sponsor when we have um, 10 to 14-year-olds on the podcast? Thank you to everybody who has supported us all the way through. As always, anything else you want to know or see about the podcast, go to our website at qprpod.co.uk. Right. We will get on with it. Now, we usually start the podcast by going over the recent games, which I'm really sorry to have to do this. Um, but I want to ask you all generally, uh, the two most recent games are Barnsley on Tuesday, which was a disaster. And Birmingham before that on Saturday, which I suppose wasn't a disaster, but was not very satisfactory. And I want to know what you guys thought about it. So... Who wants to go first and talk through um, the those two games? I've got two hands up. I've got three hands up, and we will start with Archie. Um, well, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the Birmingham game. Uh, I was busy with school, but the Barnes game, uh, just a disaster. I think it, we, were, we were doing good in the first couple of minutes, but then Dickie decides to be sent off, and it, it goes to hell. One penalty, half time, and then two other goals. Pretty much the same of it. What would you, at the point that Dickie got sent off, what would you have done differently? Um. Well, uh, he put his, he kind of pulled the defender down uh, on his shoulder. I, I would have just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done what Dickie would have done. I would have just kind of, just stuck my leg. To the ball, but the, the team, um, this, instead of taking her off and put Masterson on, I would have, I would have um, taken a mid, like uh, uh, I would have taken Bon off because we've we've got Dykes on, so we've got one striker. But then if we keep Chair on, we've got more attackers, which means more chan- more chances to go up and score. Yeah. Charlie, what have you thought of recent performances? Terrible. Um, I mean, especially in the Barnsley. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Johan Barbe, and I could, we could probably say all three of the goals were his fault. For the first one, he misses the ball, and Rob Dickey just he can't. He has to stop doing that. Was just lazy defending. Pulls him clearly, pulls him with his arm, and once he gets sent off, we go down to ten men. We just had no. No, not even an attacking threat, to be honest. And it could have been seven or eight if you watched it. Um, and when um, Barbe scored the own goal, I mean, I just I was, I was laughing in the room. It was te- it was terrible. And especially when you start the first 20 minutes of both the Birmingham game and the Barnes game on top, getting chances, then uh, as we... I, and, Barnes, and against the Barnes game, once we conceded that penalty and conceded, it all kind of went to... It all went to mush and... It's just it ha- we have to kind of start winning, otherwise we're not getting any points and we're slowly dropping the table. But I think things need to change. What changes would you make now for the Cardiff game? Well, I don't think we can play. Uh, well, we obviously have to play Masterson. We can't. Well, there's no. We got. Um, and I, I don't even know. I mean, it's the defending's not. I mean, maybe excluding the Barnsley game, the, the defense has been really good. We've got like Senny Dieng. Really, really good. He kept some 
kept us in the Birmingham game and a couple of the other games where we've kept clean sheets as many as, many as we kept last season. But I'd still attacking. I'm not. I'm not sure McCauley Bond. Um, I don't think, apart from that goal against Sheffield Wednesday, I don't think he's done. I think we just have to change the attacking structure. I mean, apparently Bright is probably not going to play after he rejects the contract this week. That's why I didn't play on Tuesday night. But we, I still understand. I mean, especially on Barnsley, he bought off a domer at 60 minutes, which I was, he was our best player on the pitch, in my opinion. I think I don't even know. Why would he have done that, Paul? He's done it because apparently Albert is not much fit. Personally, I was... You know what, Charlie? The standard, by the way, so far on the podcast has been pretty damn good from these ones. I think we should get the, the, the wee ones on more, the junior hoops on more. They make a lot of more sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Barbe's own goal and the second goal for me were quite laughable. The penalty, yeah. he... You know, he could have. I, I don't know if he tried to punch the ball first before he dragged the player down as well. So, there's a bit of that. It's just a mess. And all, and Barbe was captain as well. And I think it's a bit weird with his confidence is so low that he's going to be captain, obviously. So, I'm just wondering if we play Masterson on Saturday and bring in Cameron to, to sort of take out Barbe and just try and sure things up a wee bit because you can't be going to Barnsley and, and getting tanked like that. Yeah. It's just it's just embarrassing. And, and let's face it, we don't want to be embarrassed anymore. We we don't mind losing. God knows we're used to it. But that that wasn't acceptable, in my humble opinion. But this is a kids' podcast. I want to keep it positive, so I should not be whinging. Except sack everyone. George, what do you think about how it's going recently? Well, I think our defence has improved amazingly. I think Senny Dieng has helped improve the squad. And as Charlie said. In the Barnsley game, it could have been seven or eight without him saving them shots. Also, I think we've taken a different route this year with the striking options, where in the past couple of years, we've done it so we brought in experienced strikers on loan, whereas now we've brought in uh, our own strikers for a million pounds like Dykes and Bond. It takes time for them to develop, but in the Championship, we don't really have that sort of time so you're going to find yourself in the bottom three very quickly if you have this streak of losses. So what do you think they need to do from here? Uh, I think we just need... I actually don't know what they can do. Maybe just try out some more youngsters. And I think we just need to get more of an attacking threat. I think our defence is sorted out. Like I think Masterson and Barbe, like, yeah, they're, they're all right, but against Cardiff it isn't going to be the strongest defence in the world but we just need to sort out our attacking threat and Bright's a massive miss so hopefully he can start playing again so yeah yeah. and what about you Nathan what do you think of the last couple of games from what you've seen um well I think uh like we've had some bad keeping last season you know we've had we didn't have many choices uh, we only had Lumley and Kelly and they kept swapping. But now Sunny Dieng is in. He's fully taken the number one spot. And for against Cardiff, yeah, the only improvement I would say is to play um, Carol more because he was doing, he did some great chances. And in the Barnsley game, Samuel wasn't playing. He wasn't on the bench. He, he was nowhere. And he just declined a contract offer so he's most likely going to want to leave. I totally agree. I think Archie wanted to come in there. Yeah, uh, I was just going to 
agree with George um, from when he said we should try out more youngsters because we we have some uh, we have some amazing youngsters that we've bought this season, but then they're not on the bench. They're not in the first team. We we bought two new strikers um, that I think one of them could at least be a substitute for Bon if. Like if we start playing Bon and Dykes at the front together normally, I think we could at least put one of those strikers on the bench, and like kind of do a swapping situation like we used to do with Connor Washington and uh, Matt Smith in 2017. I think that would be a good choice. And Dieng, uh, last season, uh, what Nathan said about Kelly and Lumley, we only had them last season. I think it was a bit of a stupid choice to put. Uh, Dieng uh, on loan last season because he uh, I think he may have went to a League 2 side I uh, think I remember him going to a League 2 yeah apparently he was really good there um, so I'm, I'm glad we haven't put him on loan this season especially with Lumley uh, um, I think he's not playing now no. uh, but yeah you, you, Especially with Dunley. You lot being to each other and not interrupting and putting your hands up. Feel free to do a bit of interrupting, but Charlie wanted to say something. Um, you say about playing the youngsters. I mean, I think I'd like to. I would like to see Charlie Kalman. I know he's just just signed, and he know he was on the bench on Tuesday, but he's a. I've seen clips of him. He's a brilliant player, and Spurs mm. wanted him in January. I think he'd be. An, I reckon he'd be an impact player. And also we've got like Faisal Batash, who's just signed a new contract. I think I brought like end of last season, he was really good. I think he's very creative. And we can't have a midfield. I just don't think we can have a midfield of like, let's say, Cameron and Carol, who I don't think I think we need someone who's more creative. I think Carol's uh, amazing. I think he picks the pass perfectly. Personally. Yeah, but you've got like you've got Cameron, who I don't think can pass the ball to save his life. But I know he's our captain, but mm. he's well, very past it. Yeah, you know what? You, 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 you all make a good point, and I'm. I think the the problem we've got. I don't know what you guys think, and David, you can come in on this as well. I'll let you come in on it. You're more than welcome. It's all if we don't get that first goal when we're on top, we just go to pieces. And if the other team yeah, scores, yeah. that, that's it. So. What, how do you guys think we can remedy that? And a great shape, by the way, Charlie. I'm playing Charlie. I like that. And that wasn't a pun. It's not a pun. We know it's not a pun, Paul. Just saying. What was the question? I said, how do we change it then if we, if, we, if we do go behind? How do we change this mindset? Because I panic that we're in a terrible down spiral mindset. And if we don't respond or get on top quickly, we just go to pieces when the other team score. How do we stop that? Hmm? You think we're going to get relegated, Paul? Do I think we're going to get relegated? I think we're giving it a right go. <laughs> but I, I can't see, to be honest, I think relegation is pretty much sured up already, which is Wickham, Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham, to be honest with you. If we did go down this season, it would be an absolute disgrace, in my opinion. Uh, Nathan, put his hand up. Um, yeah, every time you know we play a game, we go down 1-0, everyone's heads drops and we lack urgency in the game. So, how do you fix that? Um, well, you can't really fix it, you just gotta. You have to get the goal before them, yeah. You and can't, if you, you can't don't, go on yeah, take our chances early in the game because we've started quickly, but we just need to take our chances. 
Yeah. yeah, and if we... If... by Paul. Paul's keep showing us his dog. The they lovely. Everyone getting very distracted and can't concentrate. Sorry. He's a lovely dog and his favourite player is Adil Tarad and he hates Chelsea. That's perfect then. I think. Yeah. By the way, Archie, is your dad David West? Yes. I like David a lot. Say hello to me for, for me, please. He's a lovely, lovely man. And, hello, um, Paul. I've, how you doing, big man? And also, <laughs> I've seen... I've seen We Are Chick Games, and you look like you're growing up as well. I'm starting to feel really old. Yeah, I've, uh, I've had a bit of a yeah, growth spurt since I think I met you at the Leeds game. That's correct, you did? Yes. Yeah, because I remember we were uh, just next to all the scenes, uh, the seats that have been uh, closed off. They were, and I've, I've had a growing spurt the other way. I'm shrinking. <laughs> I think you know this is this is you're showing your age now, Paul. I think you know everyone's dad on this podcast. Not <laughs> mine. You don't know my dad. No, no, but you know what? My favourite dad is is Richard because he's a funny Fraser. And you don't get many of them. <laughs> you're talking about dad who basically does our all our technology stuff if we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and also I also know Johnny Mac as well, who's a lovely fella, who's a great bloke. Yeah. So it's lovely to see the kids taking it, and George, of course, your dad is amazing. It's all good to see that you've you've took on the reins. How are you find it going to school with the defeats and the mindset when other teams are doing better than us? Are you are you coping with it, or are you just sticking yeah. with the faith? I'm just some not my, used to it. Some of my friends sometimes make fun. Like, I mean, I got a text like two nights ago, going like, "Oh, um, three nil, lot." Like, I was like, I don't care. It's it's come to the point I could not care. Well, you find at school, you lots of Liverpool fans, and I just say to them, "Oh, I like that Scouse accent, then," because we're <laughs> we're like we're proper QPR fans. Whereas to them, I bet you they yeah. haven't even gone to a single game. Nathan, what were you gonna say? Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm in half term now, but when I'm in school, don't really get any comments because most of my friends are Tottenham or Arsenal fans, and you know, I'm the QPR fan, so. I mean, obviously, it's gutting when we lose, but it's not, yeah, it's not really relevant to them. What about you, Archie? Uh, I, being in Leeds or Weatherby as a QBR fan, bit odd because there's, there's um, Leeds fans everywhere. It's, it's basically the virus, but if it was Leeds fans, it spread everywhere. Ugh. And it's a bit annoying. But um, what what I was gonna uh, talking about Leeds players uh, and Leeds fans, uh, Jack Clark. I was gonna bring him up. Where was he? Like we we only paid him like two times a season. We didn't yeah, really get to use him. Not very good. He he looked a bit weak. Yeah, he, yeah. No, I, I didn't think he was very good. So because of COVID, uh, we didn't really get to play him because uh, we got him, and then we just didn't play him. Because of COVID, but uh, I think I think if I think if um if he grows as a player a little bit more because he's he's at Spurs, oh, I think if Jack Clark grew a bit, he could be a really really good player. Gonna, I think just last year he lost confidence. I'm going to interrupt mm. you because you may have noticed we've just been joined oh, on our Zoom chat. Hi. Which I didn't, I haven't told you anything about. So I will just before I introduce him, I said before, can you come prepared with a question for Ilias Chair? Because in two weeks' time, 
the podcast is going to be interviewing him and we'd love to know what you want us to ask. I was lying because Ilias Chair has joined us and he is sat there, looks like in his living room, somewhere like that. Um, yeah, I'm in my living room, yeah. How are you, Ilias? Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. I'm very good, healthy. How are you guys? I'm good. Right. By the way, just to make you know, Ilias, I'm not one of the children. I'm part of the podcast. I know I look young. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you look young still you look young yeah. ah, stop it away with you welcome to the podcast big man thank you for joining us no um, problems at all no problems for young QPR fans all of whom have at least one question I will come to their question in a minute I'll sort of let them all compose themselves because they weren't expecting this and I'll ask you a question first of all which is um, obviously wasn't ideal on Tuesday night, how have you? I don't know if you've gone back to training yet or not. How how are you and the squad? How, how have you kind of assessed that defeat and and how uh, kind of plans looking for Saturday? Yeah, we've been uh, we've trained today. We had obviously we had Wednesday off because we came back late. Um, so we trained today, and uh, we spoke about the game. Obviously, um, as we all know, the red card changed a lot. Um, but I think everyone win like if we if we if you lose a game you you're very angry as a footballer and um we should we shouldn't be losing that game but that red card changed everything and um I think now with the championship having so many fixtures coming ahead I think that's why um it's easy for us now to just focus on the next game and make sure that we we, we give everything for the next game and we we'll win that next game so we can look forward and uh, maybe make a run. What would you say are the kind of main things going into Saturday? What What are the main things that you and the guys are sort of looking to change? Obviously the result, but what are the kind of... What are the main things? Yeah, I think um, if... Because we can't hide it, we had a bad, uh, a bad couple of uh, runs now. Um, we haven't won since the first game of the season and I think it's just for us it's now just go through the basics and, and go to uh, work hard and, and, and stuff like that it's, I don't think uh, I don't think it's cliche because I know a lot of people say yeah or cliche blah 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 but it is what it is you have to work hard for the team you have to you have to be prepared to to, to go out there and not be afraid of a scratch and um just go back to the basics and give everything for the for the for the badge, basically, and uh, that's what we will do on Saturday. I'm going to go now to the questions. No one wants to hear from me, obviously, or Paul, but that one's really obvious. Um, but who we do want who we do want to hear from are the young guys with us. And George, I know George had a good question, so George, go for it. So I've got two questions. So the first one is, how much of an honour is it to wear the QPR famous number ten shirt? Um, it's a it's a very big honour. Obviously, if you look at the players who who wore it before, um, they're all top players, and I'm just I'm just so happy and so honoured to be to be just in the in the same category as them. But then at the end of the day, as as a number ten, you will be looked at and. Um, you will have to be performing on the pitch. And um, all I can say is I will try and do my best to just uh, go out there and perform every week. And go and on, just, the second one. 
And my other question is, so would you rather uh, play in the World Cup with Morocco or get promoted with QPR? Um, at this moment, I will get promoted with QPR. Good answer. Good lad. <laughs> <laughs> answered the other one when we just made you redo the answer until you got the right one. Um, <laughs> go to Charlie. Um, it's quite, I got two, but one's quite similar to, uh, to George's. Um, so obviously when you got given the number 10 shirt, there was quite a lot of pressure uh, as like the past people wearing the shirt. How did you deal with that? And how did you like react when you got that number 10 shirt? Um, well, from the, from the pressure standpoint, it was more of, um, of a mindset, I think. I think as a footballer, you feel pressure anyway, uh, if you're on the pitch. You you will have them them you will have a bit of butterflies in your belly anyway. So um, I think for me personally, um, I really don't re- like feel the pressure like that. But when once the team isn't performing and people will start looking at yeah, look at him, look at him. So you know what I mean. So uh, when you get singled out a little bit, that's where you can feel it. But I give I give the right to everyone. Of them that that single me out because I'm supposed to be one of the guys that um, the main guy. So I'll try and do everything. And um, to be fair, the pressure is just just I, I, I enjoy football. Um, I try to play with a smile every every uh, every time. I know it's not easy. Sometimes you get a bit of head loss, but um, I try to play with the smile and, and forget about the pressure. Just play and have fun like a, like a young kid. Uh, uh, and my next one is when, let's say on Tuesday night, when we were losing at halftime, what was the change in like and what did Mark Warburton say to you to try and boost your morale? Well, to be fair, he's been very good in that. Um, he said to us, listen, I know uh, it changed the game plan. I know it changed a lot. Obviously, I had to come off uh, after 30 minutes and, and I was uh, I wasn't... I was a bit angry with myself and with um, with the whole game, but at the end of the day, we were a team and and uh, we got um, the mentality was right. The mentality was right, even though we lost three 0 and the scoreboard said three 0 I think everyone went for it, and I know they had a lot of chances. It could have been easily four, five, six, but we just kept going and uh, and kept believing in it. And so I think that is the most important thing that he said uh, at halftime is just don't, um, don't be afraid, just go for it. Um, and there's nothing to lose here now, basically. Uh, Nathan, what's your question? Uh, yeah, I'm a smaller player. Um, what are your best tips on playing against bigger and stronger players? Um, my best tips is um, I, I think twist and turn because then big lads. I know I don't know if there's any big guys in this in this whole Zoom call, but I've, you can ask them. It's difficult to to like rotate with the hips and and they are quite slow in rotating. So I think it's twist and turn and chops. Um, I think they, these sort of things are, are are the main thing that you have to that you have to master as a player as a young uh, as a small player. Sorry. And um, obviously, like your mind, I think as a as a small player, your mind, your your brains need to be on a on another level than the rest. So if you can develop your brain as a footballer, and I mean with brain, I mean everything. Just 
how to get the ball, where to get the ball. And sometimes, like, sometimes play too touch, so you can't get touched. And, and, and when you have to dribble, you dribble. And because it's, it's difficult for a, for a big guy to, to, to guard a small player. And you can ask that all around the world. It's very difficult. And um, I think, yeah, technique as well. You have to have very good technique. Um, work on your technique every single day, uh, right foot, left foot, whatever, and um, you'll be fine. You know? I've one, yeah, I've got one more question for you. Later this season, you're obviously going to be playing Wickham Wanderers, and they've got Akin Fenma, who's a big player. Um, are you nervous at all for playing him? No, gladly I'm not playing at the back. <laughs> gladly I'm not playing at the back. But no, obviously, you come around these big players, and especially in the championship, you come around these big, big players, and I've been facing them my whole my, my whole career. Even as a, as a young kid like you, I was facing guys that was twice the size as me and as big as my dad, basically. But I was I was never afraid. You should never be afraid. If you, you trust your ability, trust your technique, and 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 just go rip them up. Uh, Elias, is it okay if Paul Fifty One from Barnard asks a question, which is basically, can you promise me something? When you get man of the match and you play really well, can you bring out the sheepskin jacket, please? I love that that jacket that you have. Oh, I that, like that. Oh, that jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will do that for you. No worries. Yeah. Even in summer, Elias, I don't care. I want to see you on that jacket when we win, given at large on the, uh, the, the the club website and TV. It's an actual treasure. No problems. No problems. Um, Archie, you've got a question, right? Uh, I've got two, actually. Um, so uh, the first one is, when did you know that you wanted to be a footballer? Like, when did it hit you that you wanted to do it as a career? Um, when did it hit me? I can't remember. To be fair, I think, I think as a young kid, you don't really think about. I want to be. I want to become a professional football player. It's more the age of twelve, thirteen, like you guys are in right now. That you, you that you actually realize I want to become a football player. But um, I think from young on, I wasn't. I wasn't interested in anything else than football. Uh, um, I was going outside play with my friends every day. I come I come home, sweaty, whatever. And then I go to bed, go to school. After that, at school, play football, come back home, play football. So I think it's in my, it's in my blood, it's in my DNA to play football. And I really don't know what else to do than to play football. So I think around the age of maybe 9, 10, that I realised that I actually want to become a professional football player. Okay, and my second question is: what What team did you support as a kid? Um, as a as a young kid, I supported Real Madrid, but then I swapped uh, I swapped to Barcelona when I saw Messi. So, <laughs> so that's not real loyalty, is it? <laughs> that's almost like supporting QPR, then going across the dark side across London. That's terrible. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, I'm ashamed of it, but it is what it is. <laughs> you signed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. <laughs> now, in in an unscheduled change, I've now at my end, George Fraser has some for some reason gone off somewhere, but Lily Fraser has walked in the room and she wants to ask you a question. And who am I to stop that? So, come on, Lily. Um, you miss playing with the BRAS, eh? 
I miss it, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I miss it. I miss it so much. Um, he's, uh, he's one of my best friends as well outside of football. Uh, we speak a lot um, every day. We speak with each other daily. Um, obviously, we miss each other as as normal, just human beings being around each other at the training ground. But then on the playing field, obviously, when you play with someone uh, that has such quality and um, we can link up so good and we understand each other's game, that's uh, another thing that is very difficult to, to, to handle. But um, I'm very glad for him as well that he got his his opportunity to play higher up. And um, I'm, I'm nothing, I've nothing but love for him. And uh, hopefully it will make a wonderful career. Are you still in touch? Yeah, every single day. How's he getting on? Uh, he's, all right. he's good, man. He's good. Uh, obviously, it's, it's difficult for him as well because he came from uh, from playing week in, week out to now actually challenging for, for, for a spot in the team. But um, he's enjoying it, man. He's enjoying it. And I told him as well, enjoy it as much as you can um, because before you know, we will be... We'll be forced into retirement, and then and then we'll look back at our at our careers and say, oh, "I wish I've done uh, I've done that. I wish I would have done that." But just enjoy as much as possible, and um, hopefully, he will have a wonderful career, which I think he will. Charlie, well, before I ask the question, um, I'm not even sure why he isn't he isn't starting for Crystal Palace. I think I think he's miles better than all of the players starting. Um, but um, what was it like? <laughs> What was it like playing with um, like the skill, the skillful players like Eze and now Adoma and Brasa Samuel? Oh, um, it's it's a joy to play with them, obviously, because sometimes sometimes with um, with with Ebs or with Brett, for example, um, you give them a bad you give them a bad pass and they make it a good pass, and then you're relieved. You say, oh, he got me out of trouble here, but um, obviously. It's a joy to play with players like that, and I hope I can play with a lot of players in the future like that. So, um, yeah, man. And and to come back to you, I don't know why he's not starting for Crystal Palace. I'm with you. I feel the pain. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I even even you. even even the fans are like, "Where's Eze?" Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But I I, I guess um don't we, we don't need to put too much pressure on him. We don't need to put too much pressure on him. Actually. Let him become the player who is. Let him become the player who is, and hopefully he will have uh, he will have a lot of games with them, and he will move on again. I think that's Roy Hodgson at the door. Yeah, I think, I think so as well. I think so as well. <laughs> Tell the players, hey, don't waste that talent. <laughs> Obviously, hundred percent, man. I agree with you. Uh, Archie. Um. Very quickly, Elias. Um. How long? You're going to have to answer this right. Um, how long do you think you'll stay at QPR for? Um, well, my, my contract my contract ended at 2023, 20, I think. Um, but obviously, I love this club too. And this is, not a, uh, this is not a lie. This is not because of you guys. I love the club. Obviously, I love everyone you know, around the club. Um, I love the fans. I miss you guys so much. I'm not going to lie. This is so... It's different, man. It's so different without you guys in the, in the stands. And um, and I, I don't know. We'll see in the future. But uh, at this moment, I'm, I'm 
I'm concentrating to 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 play for QPR this season, and hopefully, hopefully, man, one day we we'll get we'll get promoted, and then uh, and then who knows? Yeah, kids, we 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 really can't afford to lose another player before Star Skill moves on FIFA. We've lost we've lost Ezekiel Samuel. That's good, yeah. And how is FIFA Twenty One? You good, yeah? I haven't yeah, played it. Yeah, yet. it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's um, good. Especially. How is QPR you're you're uh, one of the better though, ones. Yeah, <laughs> even though we've only got three stars, which is a bit of a downgrade from FIFA Twenty. Ooh, I um, I, I'd I... say, I'd say you and Adoma probably the best people in our, our squad. FIFA Twenty One and Lasse Samuel, because when you have when you have Dykes, um, Adoma, Lasse Samuel, and then you in the middle, it you can't beat it. You, you literally can't stop it. It's <laughs> an um, George had a question and then Nathan uh, so throughout your time at QPR uh, how do you feel Mark Warburton has helped you progress and experience players like Jeff Cameron um, well obviously with the with the gaff at this moment I think um, he helped me so much he, he he put me in there he trusted me he played me he played me week in week out and um Every week in training, he's on my toes and and he's, he keeps telling me what to do better and uh, how to become a better player. And obviously, with this, obviously with the senior players, obviously with the senior players like Jeff, he helped me a lot as well. Um, he's like a big brother to me. He's like a, he's like a he's like a big brother to me. And um, yeah, sorry. He's, uh, he's like a big brother to me and he talks to us what we should do outside of football, not only on the pitch, but also outside of the pitch and uh, how we should act and how we should um, um, compose ourselves. And uh, that is a massive, massive thing to have as a, as a young player. You got, I think you got your delivery delivered there just now. Uh, no, yeah, not delivery. It's like... A, you see them, them companies that deliver food, right? Like, like them, the them fit companies. What's, what's dinner? Well, uh, I don't know yet, man. Uh, I have to, I have to look it up. I have to look it up on my phone because obviously it's just automatic. Right, Nathan had a question. Uh, it's not really a question, but you know, you said obviously it's hard and it's not as good to play in the stadium without the fans. It's also like, I mean, yeah, it's good to watch the games on TV, but it's, it's an amazing atmosphere um, when you're in the crowd. And I'd have to sit next to my annoying uncle, <coughs> David. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I like it when Paul sits in front of me. That's good fun, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that because you always interview me for the blogs and I, ha- I have to remember not to swear, especially when we're, we're losing. But I'll tell you what it is. I like what you said there about Jeff Cameron being like, you know, this is how you act on the pitch, this is how you act off the pitch. But with a wee junior pod here, you have been brilliant, by the way. Thank you so much. And uh, it's nice that a QPR player can, can come spend some time with us and, and talk so much sense. And what Ilias can't say about the bigger players is a wee bit of a crafty elbow now and again always helps you. <laughs> nah, obviously, some big players can be nasty, though. Some, play, some big players can be nasty, man. 
<laughs> but it is what it is. Just pick no, up. but thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. And I'll do it. I will do this anytime. And if you guys have more questions for me, just shoot it. I don't have, I don't have a time frame or anything. So you guys can ask whenever you guys want to. So well, I no think problem. all the hands have gone up since you with you just saying that. So if you've got the food isn't gonna go cold, we'll get we'll we'll keep you for five minutes if you don't mind. That's no problem, no problem at all, man. No problem. On Nathan's question about not playing in uh, the point about not playing in front of the crowds, how are the players dealing with that? Because it can't be very fun for you guys either. No, obviously it takes away a lot of a lot of joy for the game, to be fair, because um when you when you walk into the when you walk in and and, and you see like the fans just cheering you or whatever, even booing you, it doesn't matter. Just it's just when they are there showing emotion and 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 when you do something good and they cheer you on, it gives you a lot of confidence and the confidence goes through the roof. But when you're doing stuff alone and basically you you can hear you can hear Andy Sinton on upstairs talking like, oh, what a great ball. That is is different. Is different than just hearing the the crowd and and obviously, uh, you obviously at QPR, um, you guys are like the twelfth man. So when let's say we're behind one 0 you guys are behind us to make the one one and to get on top to make the two one. It's like you guys are on the same pitch as us uh, on the pitch, and you guys are so close to the pitch as well that makes it even even better. So obviously we miss you guys so much, and I can speak for every single player. Not only at QPR, but in the whole world. Uh, I think we will let you go, but everyone's got their hand up. So we'll let everyone ask one more question. No problem. Before you can get no problem. To oh, Charlie. Is there any uh, opportunity you can get me a signed shirt? Or <laughs> uh, there, there, there is an opportunity to get you a signed shirt. No problem. No problem at all. That's Best question of the night, Charlie. <laughs> Absolutely superb. Get in there, son. I love that. Yeah. How, how would I do that? Um, how many? How, um, how many of you guys are in here? There's there's four fans here. Four fans. I'll get every every single one a shirt with the 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 seniors as well if you guys want it. Oh, that'd oh, be I... amazing. That'd I'm be amazing. That'd be yeah, amazing. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. One second. One second. I will. I'll write. I'll, I'll write down. I'll write down you guys' names so I can remember, and uh, maybe one of the. Uh, the seniors is the mobile number, so I can. So, Ilias, if you, if uh, so, we obviously organise this through the club. That is very kind of you. To... And also, could I have the away shirt, extra large, and a, for a beer belly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ilias, thank you for coming on. Obviously, the club sorted it. So, if you like, I will drop the club the names of the guys who are on the podcast tonight. Yeah, um, and oh, don't forget the perfect. beer belly. No problems. I don't forget the beer belly. You would like a a, a beer with that as well, or not? Oh God, I and a cider, Elias, if you don't mind so much. And a, I'm, I'm one of your sheepskin jackets would be great as well with chair in the back. <laughs> Only with no problem. Question. No problem. Was that your question? Can I get some free stuff? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I love that. That's I think, I think in the cup, I think it was in the cup last year. My friend got your shirt when we went out. I think it was against Sheffield Wednesday, and yeah. I'd like, I'd like to. That's just a question. No, obviously you're right, man. If I was in your position, I would shoot my shot as well. Thank <laughs> you. Very good, Nathan. What's your question? Um, uh, I've got it now. Okay. Uh, think about it. Uh, yeah, I think. Archie. Um, 
it's kind of good that uh, Charlie asked if we can get some uh, free shirts because um, I remember, I think it was last season when fans were actually allowed in the stadium uh, because I've already got a Leisner's old home shirt and Freeman's old away shirt. Uh, I was going to try to get chairs and I actually went to, but I never actually got the chance. <laughs> so uh, it's actually pretty good that you asked for some shirts. So thank um, you, Yes. No problem, man. No problem. Has anyone got a question that's not about whether they can get a free shirt? <laughs> I remembered mine. Come on, Nathan. Um, so obviously there's no fans, um, and so there's not really a like a home advantage. So how does that impact your game? Um, well, the home advantage is more about like the fans. So if you don't have any fans, that means like. Um, it's basically like a training training game and it's different it's so mm. different I can't I can't explain to you guys how different it is um, it's like it's, it's the same for you guys watching it on the watch it on the telly instead of live that's how different it is so um, and I guess for the for, for the opposing team as well if they play at home they don't have home fans so I think um, it's an advantage disadvantage both so, so it's a give and take um, but honestly, I miss you guys so much. Um, I, I, I don't know when you guys will be allowed back in the stadiums, but as of right now, I don't think it it, it looks good. But um, I keep praying, I keep hoping, and uh, hopefully, I see you guys soon, and we can we can cherish some nice moments together. Elias, are you getting good at taking a COVID test by now? Uh, I'm so good at it now. I'm. A, I'm I think I'm a better I'm a better COVID tester than a football player. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what worries me, Elias? And I'll be honest, this is Paul 51 from Barnard again. If our, our wee fans are allowed in the grounds again, I'm worried they're going to nick your socks, your shorts, your boots. So, you know, I'm a little bit worried what you could be left coming off the pitch with. <laughs> no, man, honestly, honestly. Obviously, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. I just want you guys back in the... In the, in the in this time, I know the whole thing. Uh, a lot of lives have, uh, have gone, but one thing I know about football: it brings everything together. It brings love, everything, passion, everything together. And I think that is a uh, that's a bit uh, that is a bit uh, a bit missed in this world. Well said, George. Uh, who would so out of all the players in the club, who would you say you associate the most with, and is like? Yeah, you associate the most with, and you would say uh, you're your best friend. Right, but yeah, right. Because because of the whole COVID thing as well, we in uh, we in separate changing rooms because uh, and me and Bright are in the changing room alone because we were with Mide and uh, Rem. I remember the Ota, but they both went on loan, so it's me and Bright in that changing room. So you've got your I own guess. room, you and Bright. Yeah. Yeah, we've got our own change room. It's not too bad, is it? <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, hey, just, Elias, no one's listening, right? Just a wee, head, a wee heads up here. If you could say to Bright Samuel that the junior R's wanted his autograph and slip a contract underneath it, that yeah. would be superb. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, man, I know. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get involved too much in the whole thing. But I know how you guys must feel, man. Uh, and as a player as well, I've, 
it's uh, it's devastating. But uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, they can sort something out, man. Hopefully they can sort something out mm. and make everyone happy. It's just not about uh, one making the one is happy and the other one is not happy. Now, I think it, it should come from both ways, and um, hopefully everyone everyone can can just swallow their pride a little bit and um, and and make everyone happy. Elias, that's great. We're going to let you go. No uh, problems. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. A thank pleasure. you, I think you've now exhausted your shirt allowance for the whole season. <laughs> and good, uh, luck sa- good luck Saturday, big man. Sorry. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. And uh, I appreciate you guys. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you guys ever wanted to do this again, I'm here, man. I'm, I have nothing to do anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> You can go and uh, and shoot your shot and ask me for some more shirts. Good stuff. Can I second you? Sort it for me to start up front for QPR. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? You? Yeah. Uh, no problem. I think I, I sh- I chat to the gaffer tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate I'll it. Chat. No problem asked, at all. No. You asked Bright not to sign a contract, but just to stay as, uh, just to stay at us on FIFA. <laughs> no, I or maybe, think or, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe get Ebbs back on a loan. <laughs> yes, that. Uh, Ilias, thank Brilliant. you. Good luck for Saturday. Thank it you. was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very Good much. Good luck. Take care, big man. Cheers. Take care. Take Bye. care. You as well. Bye. 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 Hi. That Bye. was amazing. <laughs> I, I, my fourteen-year-old self that wasn't so fat and bold is loving that. What a great what a great ambassador he is for the club. That was amazing. I, did you do you I, kids enjoy that? Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was really I've, good. I've never spoken to an object before. I've never spoken to a chair, so that's a massive opportunity. Oh <laughs> well Say that until he left there. <laughs> well played. Say that when he was on, were you? <laughs> no, I was gonna say that. Um, that, that that joke from the David Fraser Foundation of Jokes. Sharon Pugh. Who's everyone's favourite player now? Dicky. Uh, oh. Right. It's 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 a it's a round chair or a doma, especially because Bright's not playing. I I'd, I'd, I'd like to say him, but because he's not playing, I um, I don't feel like I would really say him because he, he's he's gonna leave. He's he's. Pretty much gonna leave, and you I, don't, I you don't know that. No, he could get uh, a contract. No, I think. Yeah, he, he could he could sign a new contract, but I'm he's I I'm like ninety percent sure that he's gonna leave, and I hope mm. I hope he goes to a bigger club because he's a really good player. Uh, mm. I'm not sure. I agree. I hope he goes to a bigger club. I'd like him to stay, but yeah, I'd like him to stay. Yeah, no, no. If, if he if he doesn't stay, if he if he says he wants to leave and he he leaves, I hope he goes to a bigger club. Because he's he's definitely he's definitely a, re, a like a, a really good player. I wouldn't say he's uh like very like he's great, but I'd say he's about kind of Premier League standard. I would say he's a perfect Premier League player. He's got pace, yeah. amazing dribbling, and that's what every Premier League club will look for. But yeah, as, like Eze. yeah, as a yeah, as a sort of a different player, he hasn't really yeah got that much pace he's more of a technical player but I hope Bright stays because I think without him in the squad it'll be a massive miss 
Yeah, I, I, I think um, as if he went, say he went to the Premier League now, I think he'd struggle because at us he's very, very inconsistent. Like he'd have a brilliant game, like let's say last year when we beat Cardiff six one, he was unstoppable, unstoppable that game and the three two against Stoke. Then he's got these games where he is like nothing. Yeah. yeah, he's nothing, and as my dad always says, he's got no end product. And I think if he works on getting like, getting more of the goals and more assists, he could be a good Premier League player. But in my opinion, I don't think he's a Premier League player yet, and I don't think he'd be as effective in the Premier League and staying at the Championship for another couple of years. But don't you guys yeah. think that maybe extended ranges for two, like you just said, Charlie, two more seasons, I think would make him far more better as a complete yeah, player. 100%. But also yeah. help his confidence, because if he goes too soon, he's just going to end up either sitting on the bench or on the 23 level. So get him to sign a three-year deal, give him another two seasons to really solidate his playing career, and then he can move on with everyone's blessings. To me, at the moment, it's too soon. Yeah, you've yeah. seen loads of players move to Premier League clubs too early and not make it through whatsoever. Yeah, that's um, uh, Eze. I personally, I thought that he moved a little, like a little bit too soon for the Premier League. Uh, Premier League, but um, I think I think Bright not playing is a good and a bad thing because obviously we've lost a really good player, but we can grow because George Thomas. He may be a can, but he can play on the wings as well. And he hasn't really played that much. So, uh, yeah, he's been injured. Uh, injured. Yeah, I know. But yeah. when, when he comes back from injury, if he if he does, uh, um, we can we can play him on the wings and grow him uh, grow him a little bit more, so he becomes like a, a as good as other players. While I'm on the, while I'm yeah. on this now, I just want to add quickly. I think. One person in the whole QPR setup who's helped this squad amazingly is Chris Ramsey. Without him, yeah. we would never have had all this youth. He's just incredible. Like he never really gets mentioned, but behind the scenes, he's amazing. Yeah, he he's the one that got Eze, and he got Eze on his mm. attitude. And yeah, they obviously saw something in him, and he's on record transfer, so you can't fault Chris Ramsey for that. Yeah. Yeah, well said, because because last week he got a wee bit of a slating, so that's nice. It's nice balance on the podcast, as always. Not as always. It's quite nice to have it once in a while, I think. <laughs> Going back to, I'll say, Samuel, um, obviously I hope he stays, but if he leaves, yeah, and he goes to the Premier League, yeah, it's better if he goes to, like, like a smaller club, like, I don't know, like West Brom, maybe. Not Not mm-hmm. like... Uh, top six or top ten because then he won't get as much um, game time and it'll be a wasted talent. Mm. To be honest, I if if he does leave to the Premier League, I think I think he should go to a team that uh, plays along the wings. Uh, so like they they play with the wings a lot because I just then right should go at all. Personally, right, right would be pretty good with that, like a team. Uh, that normally just plays with the wings. Yeah, I think he could be good at um, Sheffield United because they play a lot of youngsters and they have some wingers, but they they really develop. Um... Uh, I think Sheffield United isn't really the right club for him because I, I've looked and Sheffield United play a five-back with wing-backs. And I think without Bright getting forward, I don't think he's the good enough player. So I would like to see him, I don't know, maybe at a, yeah, Fulham, 
Fulham, maybe if they stay in the Premier League or West Brom, a team Fulham that going, will... Fulham are going straight back down. Yeah, but uh-huh. um, yeah, you know, but if they do stay George, in the Premier League, George and the rest of you, what do you think? Because I'm an old fogey, right? I don't understand things. I I I understand David's jokes because they're great, but apart from that, I understand nothing. What <laughs> is the correct formation for this squad? Do you think to go forward with? What this squad now? Yeah. Uh, I would say four, two, three, one. Yeah, I agree. That's, but yeah. That's we'll what we've chat. been playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've been playing, we've been, but... We've been waiting we... to come in, so go on, Archie. Um, personally, I think we should play kind of a four, four, two, because like, um, like I said at the start of the podcast, we can play Bon and Dykes up front, but then we can get one of the youngsters, the, one of the two strikers that we've bought, Put them on the bench and serve either Bond or Dykes off for one of them. So when when one of uh, one of them get tired, we just put one of the youngsters on. So I think I think that could be be a, a an actual an actually really good position. Yeah, I just think at the moment Bond looks a bit out of his depth. Yeah, at, I agree. Yeah, he needs time especially, to grow. Especially for the money we paid for him, it's report what two three million, and he's he's the one missing the chances that yeah, we I need think- to. We brought him in to develop him. So many days, though. Give all of a sudden, we 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 play a couple of games, couple of wins, few goals, and everything turns around, doesn't it? David, keep your fans away. David, just David. A few seconds ago, if you don't mind me saying so, you were asking Chair if you could play up front. So like, you can't come on, defend this flag, as in try and nick the jobs. That's just not on. (laughs) I I think you'd be a great striker, Dave. Honest. I, I, I couldn't disagree more, but I thought I would try my luck anyway. Um, we have, this is, uh, I, I can't believe it that we've been going an hour already, but we've oh, been wow. going an hour already. So that means we, we probably need to um, start uh, winding it up because Paul needs to be taken back to the retirement home. <laughs> Lock the doors for the night. So, Oh, bless you, David. I'll always be a spur room for you too. What we're going to do now is we call it our R's end, which is the back end of the podcast. And it is any other points that you want to make that you haven't already within your R's end. I want you to talk about the Cardiff game on Saturday and what you predict is going to happen. So we will start with George. Uh, So I think the Cardiff game, I think the R's should go attacking because they're quite a tall physical team. And if we manage to get in behind and score the first goal, that first goal is very important. Because if we don't score that first goal, they'll just hold off like Preston did, like Barnsley did. And I think we'll win 1-0. Yes, like that. I like that. Archie? Um, I kind of agree with George. I think we, I think we should go attacking, but we need to watch our defence. We we need to make the best defense we can because uh, obviously with Dicky out, which is probably good. Um, oh, no, no. Uh, I think we should put Masterson in uh, to replace Dicky. Yeah. Um, and then I th- I think we should keep on playing Masterson because I he he uh, he can be really good um, in matches. And I also think instead of uh, putting. Um, and instead of also Samuel, we should put Willock on the win. I think yeah. we should try him out. 
I think we should give Willock a chance, but I yeah. disagree with Dickie completely. Yeah, so do I. I mean, I think um, we he, should... He won't be playing. He won't be playing, so... Yes, but yeah. I, I think... He yeah, won't be playing, but, but I think he's a... He, I think he's a talent for the future. I think yeah, in a couple I mean, of years, he'll be worth a lot. Yeah. Uh, Nathan? Um, For the Cardiff game, I think we should put Cameron in instead of um, Dickie just to hold it. And then we need to focus more on attack because, you know, we didn't score a goal that game. And I've seen you, I've seen you play in the garden. That, um, you'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. You've been waiting 10 minutes to make that joke. And... Uh, Charlie, go on. Um, I think, I mean, I would I'd probably, we'd, I'd like to see the back line of Himalayan, because I don't think Wallace is any good, have Masterson and Barbe and Ozzy Kakai. But um, I'm not sure how we'd kind of deal with six, six key for more, who's scoring goals for them. I mean, we wanted him in the summer, we didn't get him. But I think if we get an early goal, we smashed six past them last year. I think if we play like, and like that would probably, if we play like we did last year, we'd, we'd win and we need to get a win this Saturday. I don't think we've won in 20 yet. We've won six and 20, I think it is. I think it's uh, three wins in 18. Yeah, it's something it's something stupid like that. And I think we need to get a win. I don't, I don't even know if it's the manager or. What's your prediction? Um, I am. Um... I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be pessimistic or optimistic, but. Um, I don't see us. I mean, after three recent performances, I don't see us getting a win. But what does your heart do, say? I'm a heart. I, I I like to say I'd like to say like a two-three-one win, but and I think we we'll probably lose uh, two-two-nil to them. I don't see us getting anywhere to be honest. But we'll see. Try again, Charlie. Try again. <laughs> okay, right. Um, three-three-nil win to us. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Nathan, you didn't. I don't think you did a prediction, did you? Yeah, yeah. Um, my prediction. I mean, I have to say, QPR are going to win. Um, I'm saying two-one, and Chair and Dykes will score. I'll take that. And Archie, you didn't do a prediction either, did you? No. Um, to be honest, with Smithies and goal, because Smithies has been doing uh really well for Cardiff. I doubt. I doubt we're gonna get the first goal, and I doubt we're gonna score. So I'm gonna have to. I I would love to say. 1-0 to us or 2-1 to us but I think I think it's going to be a 3-0 loss oh great <laughs> right. again Paul Paul it comes to something when I'm saying lighten the mood Paul please Paul good luck with that um, I'm, I think um, I'll need some Valium um, some cider and I'll be watching the game behind the sofa <laughs> is that the right kind of prediction I don't know listen one, th- one thing you guys will learn in life you can never predict Rangers you always know when someone like Barnsley's never won they're going to beat us but you always know that if someone's on a good run we can ruin it for them I'd like this, but we need to score whatever happens we can't go five games with a goal that would be ridiculous by any yeah. standard so like you know That'd just win cool. just score and go for a one-all draw and that would be a start or something at least but I agree that with um, Charlie um, your man more up front scares the bejesus out of me um, I, I've also learned that um, it's a waste of money to spend 10 quid on an away game. I mean, I've done that every single game. I've played with my brother, but I just don't see any point in watching it unless it's at home or midweek. I get it in the season ticket thing. That was good. Yeah, I get I, I get all the home games, but not the away games. 
Because I live in Weatherby, I, uh, uh, Barnsley, Leeds, um, and Hull, uh, me and my dad normally go to. Uh, I think we went Hull. Uh, oh, and Borough, uh, especially because my mum's a Borough fan. Um, but yeah, we, we normally go to those matches because they're, they're quite close. Uh, but we, we normally end up losing. <laughs> the only club close to me is Reading. Okay. Yeah, well, you poor they top the league with seven points, so I'm going to say nothing about the um, Fikis. Yeah, that's true. Let's have- you know, sorry, sorry, Derek. I just have to one more question and then we can... Like, yeah. uh, with, with missing the games through COVID and that, how has it all affected you? Because you must look forward to your Saturdays and your Tuesdays and whatever, so is it is it really, really hacking you off? Oh, it's really affected me. It's a massive part yeah. of my life. Two, I've been to, I've calculated 250 games. That's like, that's, that's a big part of my life gone. Well, how have you gone to 250 games? Uh, I've been a season ticket holder since I was three. Wow. And no one should suffer that much. The, no one. The, the funny thing is, when I was born, my dad went to renew his membership. And since he was there, he just said, can I make my son George a member? And he, and he was like, uh, he was born today. So I've been a member of QPR since two hours old. You don't wow. get a refund. Almost like <laughs> a choice. Um, how about the rest of you? How have you found it? Um, I've, it hasn't really uh, affected me that much, the virus, especially because um, I think I've just, obviously, it's everything, mostly everything's been cancelled. Um, but watch watching the games on the TV because I don't normally get to go to games anyway a lot. It hasn't really affected me the virus with football. I've, I've just been enjoying it and Premier League's on the TV more now, so it's quite a win. Nathan, um, yeah, so it's been hard, and you know I'm missing my fish and chips after the game. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um. But that's I'm pleased that's the main thing. Yeah, but it's 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 gutting that we don't we can't go to the games, you know, because I'm a season ticket holder. So, you know, I go to as many games as I can. Um but yeah, again, I'm down to sit next to David, so still plus it's the same joke you're making all the time, Nathan, but it's it's not getting old, don't worry. And Charlie, you were gonna come in. Uh, it's doing my head in. I mean, I, I can't. I don't think I could sit watching any longer at three. Like, it's just. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm losing love for the club, but it's just getting a bit boring. Oh, I just. I really want to go back. I mean, it's just. It might. It's much better, and you get much closer to the players when you go back. I'm a season ticket holder. I go as much as I can. It's just doing my head in the whole thing. I, I, the commentary is not doing me very well. It's just. Oh, commentators whole... curse, Nick London. Uh, oh my crazy. god! Don't even get me. The, don't the even other get me day, the other day, he said, "Oh, Daniel Johnson hasn't been in the game." Two minutes later, he goes and scores a penalty. Yeah. you can hear Andy Sinton. Yeah, that's quite cool. I, I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. That's quite cool. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I just need to get back. I can't. It's I need to go back. It's really annoying me. Feel the same, but yeah. Even if it is a little while, it won't be too long in the scheme of things. You're all young, so you'll 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 be good. You'll be you'll be good. A couple of years time, we'll all be back, uh, if not before. 
and enjoying it again. And we just got to stick it out, I think. Um, I think that's it. I think I think that is it for the podcast. It's been, Paul, they, these guys are much better than we are. I'm a little bit worried. I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's like when you're that old striker and the wee man comes up and starts like scoring from 35 yards and you have to come off on crutches. Yeah. So, yes, well done. I'm, I'm not only impressed, I'm completely... Uh, in all of these these guys because they're young it's hard to support teams like Rangers when they lose all the time and you guys keep keep the faith never give up and I don't think you will so well done happy days thank you all so much for coming on it's been a brilliant hour Ilias Chair thank was you appreciate thank you. you all joining thank us thank you this, thank you this has been Open All Lars the QBR podcast we will be back next week Not expecting chair. Hey. So, I tell you what, I, I expect my shirt in the next few weeks. So I expect it in the first. <laughs> right, Charlie, we got the message. We got the message. The thing is, though, the thing is, though I, would, I was going on a rant about Ose Samuel, and then I, I see uh, Ilias's uh, iPhone pop up on the screen, and I'm thinking, who's Ilias? And then I remember Ilias' chair.